Hello, everyone. We have a special announcement today. Hey, everyone. Just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Shopify. Do you hear that? That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, a beautiful reminder that another business dream just became reality. Shopify is the game-changing commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling unique fashion accessories or health and beauty products, home and garden essentials, or anything in between, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person, letting you focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel imaginable, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. It's packed with industry-leading tools. It gives you complete control over your business and your brand. You don't have to master new skills like learning how to design or learning how to code, and you have 24-7 help and an extensive business course library. Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. When I look to acquire an e-commerce business, Shopify is not a nice-to-have, it's a must-have. It's a platform that simplifies operations, but also provides access to insights and tools that can elevate any business. It's been instrumental in helping me revolutionize the businesses I acquire and allow me to take them to new heights. Now it's your turn to get serious about selling and experience the power of Shopify. This is possibility powered by Shopify. This is what you have to do. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash success story. All lowercase, go to shopify.com slash success story to take your business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash success story. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m., I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Gareth John Jones has written a full novel-length adaptation of the Fire-Breathing Kittens podcast adventure, All Work and No Play, that is called Ice Cream Notions and Energy Potions. This is great news! Now you can find a comfy spot and experience this urban fantasy festival adventure as written word. Here is the back of the book and then a brief excerpt. I'll read you chapter one. The back of the book. Cults, mystery, comedy, and ice cream. Something is wrong in Nikimui again. It all starts with a missing child, but the real danger could be far more insidious. Here's a link for where to find it https colon forward slash forward slash books the number two read dot com forward slash you forward slash b as in boy p as in penny a as in apple x as in xylophone a as in apple capital e as in elephant and it's also available on amazon too chapter one If you're pregnant, you love this podcast, and you're looking for childbirth preparation classes, then look no more. Join me for my Own Your Birth online birth prep series, no matter where you are on the planet.
This three-week class is made up of a mix of live classes, recorded videos, worksheets, and activities to help you support the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of your birth and to work with your body so you can go into labor with confidence and even excitement. All the class dates are listed on the website at birthfulcourses.com, along with information on my postpartum preparation classes. There is even a lovely package where you save a bunch of money if you sign up for both the childbirth and the postpartum preparation class together. You don't want to miss this. The next class series starts October 3rd, so go sign up today at birthfulcourses.com and let's get you birth ready. And Fire Street School. There's no school tomorrow, children, said Miss Halfamind, the teacher. There was an excited whoop, also an excited bark, two hoots, a howl, several whistles, and a chorus of cheers. Miss Halfamind's class was a mixture of human, elf, wolf folk, owl folk, and various other fauna folk. At this young age, when the kids got excited, the non-human sounds, which the grown-ups usually reined in, would all too easily surface. Of course, the teacher's name wasn't really Miss Halfamind. It was just what the children called her, because she often said in exasperation, I've half a mind to send you to the principal, or I've half a mind to tell your mother, or whatever she had half a mind to do at that particular juncture. She never did, of course. Her real name, although the children had almost forgotten it, was Trini Havermund. There's a footnote, which I'm not sure how to communicate, so I'm going to say, if you get the book, you can read the footnotes. (laughs) Now then, who can tell me why there's no school tomorrow? She continued, raising her voice to be heard above the babble. Three right hands shot up at once. All three belonged to Carl Holst, the young spider folk. The rest of the class were still celebrating the fact, rather than pondering the reason, but Carl was a rather serious-minded young arachnid. His artistic web creations were already the cause of much admiration. Yes, Carl? Everyone else calm down and pay attention. Please, miss, he piped. It's a festival day. Very good, Carl. Now, does anyone know which festival? She looked around. Anybody other than Carl, she said, ignoring the familiar trio of right hands. She sighed. Okay, Carl, tell us. She turned to write his answer on the board for all the others to see. The Festival of Vega and Altair. Thank you once again, Carl. Now everybody settle down while I tell you their story and why we all love their special day so much. This is the story she told one well-known to all the people of Guasso, and especially here in the city of Nicomoy, where the festival was taken more seriously than in most of the country. Vega and Altair were two young people who fell in love, back in the dawn times of the world. Altair was the whole world for Vega, and Vega was the whole world for Altair. Vega was the world's greatest weaver. Altair was the greatest hunter. Of course, they married. When they got married, Vega was so happy being around Altair that she stopped weaving. And Altair was so happy he spent all his days with Vega and not out in the field hunting. Altair's father was the great god Siyeyo, someone I've told you many other stories of. 
Remember when I told you how Siyiyo made the oceans and the mountains? Yes, Siyiyo was angry. Why do you not weave, Vega? he asked. And Altair, why do you not hunt? But they did not even hear him, so busy they were gazing into each other's eyes and kissing. At this point, there was an outbreak of giggles from some, and a loud chorus of ew from others, and some smacking of lips from a few. All right, children, calm down. People do kiss, you know, Trini told them. My mommy and daddy don't, said Tammy the Squirrel Folk. Well, I saw your daddy kissing Mary Popple. Miss Half-A-Mind tried to see who'd said this, but they all had extremely innocent looks on their faces, except for Tammy, who looked as angry as a squirrel folk can look. Again, another footnote. It's uh, it's very similar to reading a Terry Pratchett book in style. It's really funny, and there's a lot of funny footnotes. Uh, anyway, so... Um, all right, children, calm down. Let's go on with the story. After a few moments, the children calmed down and sat ready to listen once again with no more than a normal amount of squirming and fidgeting. The great god Siyiyo was so angry he sent Vega back to the other side of the river, never to see Altair again, so the weaving and the hunting could be done once again. Miss Halfamind pointed to the picture on the classroom wall of the great river of stars. And so the weaving and the hunting began once again. But Vega cried all day each day as she wove, and Altair never laughed or even smiled, as he had always done before. And in the end, Siyiyo's weary heart took a little pity on them. He consulted with the other gods how he could do so. Ponos alone said the lovers should never be allowed together again and should work eternally. Ponos was not a kind god. The others were nicer. They felt the lover's passion was too great to deny forever. And so, Siyiyo made a promise. If Vega worked really hard weaving fabric and Altair worked very, very hard hunting, then once a year, on tomorrow's date, he would allow her to cross the river to see her beloved husband. And so, during the year, these two people work very hard, always counting down the days until they can see one another again. And it is in their honor we have the great festival of Vega and Altair every year where nobody has to work. Billy the Goat Folk remarked, My dad's working. He runs a stall at the festival. Tammy said, My mommy is working, and she just said she was too busy to take a day off. And mine, said several more kids. Mine too, and my daddy. It's not fair. We went last year and the year before. It was fun. We had candy and said Vera Volant, the owl folk. Pony rides! I loved that last year, said her brother Victor, blinking furiously. They were twins, and they often finished each other's sentences. Much muttering followed from disgruntled children who were suddenly remembering what fun the festival had been before. I'm going anyway. I don't need my mom and dad to have fun. Bet they won't even notice, was Tyler Spinebach's take. Okay, okay, everybody, maybe we aren't so good at observing the festival this year, she said, reflecting on her own plans to spend the day preparing classroom materials. But I haven't finished the story yet. Calm down and listen. Gradually, the class did calm down, so she carried on, adding the final part of the legend. 
But if it rains on the day of the festival, Vega cannot cross the river to be with her love, and they have to wait for another year. The class fell quiet. Then she added, But the festival is tomorrow. We still have the rest of today. Perhaps we should all work twice as hard today to make up for the holiday. Jan's tail stopped wagging, Fern's ears fell, and Tabby's back arched. Tyla Spineback almost curled into a protective ball. Just kidding, everyone. Let's do some coloring, children. Here's some pictures. Who wants to do Vega and who wants to do Altair? Come and get your picture and your box of crayons. There was a collective sigh of relief. Chapter 2, Jasmine Papas. And it continues. I won't read you chapter two, but it's a fun book. It goes into a lot more detail about the world around the story, not just the characters, but all it's like fully fleshed out and it's really interesting to read. If you like books, check it out. So please support us and pick up your copy of Ice Cream Notions and Energy Potions by Gareth John Jones and tell your friends about us. Thank you. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash books, the number two, read dot com slash u slash b as in boy p as in penny a as in apple x as in xylophone a as in apple capital e as an elephant and it's also available on amazon too